Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Hi, I'm Paul Higgins and welcome to the Accelerate Sales Podcast episode number 423. Today you're going to learn lots. This is a fantastic interview, but you're going to learn three key things in particular. One is our guest sales strategy and how it's helped her to double her business and will help her double it again. She goes into great detail and it's fantastic. The next is her recruitment plans to keep up with that growth. And once again, some really good ideas that I hadn't heard of before. And the third is her move from profit to growth and why. So if you're a first-time listener and you love what you hear, please subscribe. If you're a regular, always welcome those reviews and just reach out to me. I always reply to everyone that reaches out to me. And sometimes it can be a bit lonely being a podcaster. So yeah, I'd love for you to reach out to me. The Please take notes because Kylie does mention a lot, but there's also a little short amount of notes in the app that you're listening to. And also you can go and get more detailed at the website, paulhigginsmentoring.com. And also you can get the, or ask for the transcript there. And before we go into the interview with Kylie, I'd like to thank our sponsors. The first is the Cloud Consultants Collective, where peers, no matter what the cloud platform or the SaaS platform is, help each other. And that's the whole idea of we get people like Kylie on to help, but we also do a lot more within the community. Just go to cloudconsultantscollective.com. And the next is SendSpark. It's a fantastic video platform. So yes, you're using outreach to do text, et cetera, but isn't it great to introduce you to be the face of the business? You can do that through this platform. And even better, you can get six months Free. You can go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash send spark. The links will be in the show notes. So Kylie, our guest today, has worked with businesses to implement robust systems and processes so that they can make decisions based on numbers. They can increase their conversion, provide more consistent service, and better measure the activities and results of their team. Wouldn't we all like that? She has the ability to identify growth opportunities and implement strategies to achieve them and loves innovation, change, and connecting business owners to tools that streamline their operation. And in this case, it happens to be Zoho. With experience across a number of industries, including fashion, manufacturing, retail, hospitality and events, Kylie understands what a business needs to achieve their goals. And she goes into why she went that way rather than uh, focusing on a few. And she also understands that you need to choose, implement and train your people successfully when you start with the business, which is Squirrel Business Solutions. Away from the, the office, Kylie likes to unwind in a you. you yoga studio or in a yoga studio, uh, riding her mountain bike and her dog, Oscar, which nearly made made a cameo and you can sort of hear that in it. But um, I'm really happy to introduce you to Kylie Harker from Squirrel Business Solutions. Great to have you here, Kylie. Wonderful to be here, Paul. Thanks for inviting me. It's been a little while, but it's great to see your face. Yeah, same. Look, we we go back a, a long way. You know, you picked a platform, Scott, my business partner, picked a platform and uh, having you on the show today to reveal your success proves which platform was the right one, which was the one you picked, which is Zoho that I spoke about in the introduction. And um, yeah, I just really like the way you do business. You're a really 
kind person. You're very giving, and I know you dedicate yourself to to client outcomes. So I'd love to, yeah, you to share that with with people today. And uh, if you are listening, especially from the US, you've got a a pleasant surprise today. You've got two Australians because Kylie's from the same city I'm in, but we're in different offices. So um, you might have to slow it down if you can't understand us, but we'll uh, do our best because, yes, we've got a very unique accent, as you all know. So, Kylie, why don't we kick off with, you know, who your ideal client is and what problems you love to solve with them? Sure. Um, we love working with growing or thriving businesses. Um that need their processes streamlined and refined. Um, So quite often they've already got CRM in place and obviously have a few other key key systems that they use to to run their business. Um, Our core purpose that we kind of live by at Squirrel is that we resource business capability. So everything that we're doing or that we're interested in helping um, people with is around doing exactly that. And that plays out in lots of different ways. Um, We do, um, we kind of tend to just look at people's processes and like look at how can we streamline this, make this more efficient, less keystrokes, integrate things so you're not having to, you know, type something in one system and then type it into another or only get a tiny bit of information into one system and then have to, you know, come in behind it and add others, other things. Uh, so that, that's kind of the first part of what we do with a business. And then the, the second kind of part of the journey is helping engage with your existing clients. And then fourth thing would be um, unlocking the value of your data. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you can't make good decisions if you don't have great data. So, um, and that's what systems are about, really. So, yeah, that's right. kind and of the fourth piece. And do you g- simply generate the data or are you also in helping them interpret that data? Uh, more just about generating the data. We tend to leave it to um, the a business coach or somebody like that usually to take over. We try and stay in our lane a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. Uh, now, as a mentor, I'd, I'd love or a business coach, whatever um, you listening would like to call me. Uh, yeah, it's great when you've got that. You know, I was spoiled at, when I was at Coca Cola. We had the opposite. We had so much data. It was sometimes just exhausting to mm. to pull it through. Whereas, yeah, most companies don't have a lot, especially when it comes to marketing and and sales. And you know, I mentioned or you mentioned growth, right? So, how do you go about assessing whether someone's growth orientated you know is it something you particularly look for a particular metric or is it the meeting with the owner you know sort of what helps you determine that it's a great question it, it is about meeting with the owner and the, the key people that are that are driving the business forward there's there's definitely an energy I think that comes from those people and you're quite often hearing things like we know that there's a better way um we we know that we can scale, but our current systems are just, you know, not allowing us to really leverage the people that are in our team because they're doing um, low-impact activities rather than high-impact activities. Um, 
So it's, yeah, I guess it's a bit of a feeling and it's, yeah. you know, if you hear all of the similar things, you know, hey, these are what our projections are, but we just need to fix this, this and this, you know. <laughs> yeah, great. And, and what's sort of been the best source of these new clients for you? Our two buckets of, of lead source really is um, we get a little under 50% from our website mm-hmm. and then the other uh, 50% is made up of various different kinds of referrals. So it might be client referrals, um, you know, key partner referrals, so either the Zoho software or we've got some other um, industry-specific software that we integrate Zoho with and they, uh, you know, they channel uh, leads our way. Um and it, just other external, you know, I've been part of a number of business networks for a long time and they continue, you know, once you've built a, a solid relationship and you can prove what you do, um, yeah, the, the words, the, the leads just come. So it was one of those B&I? Have you ever yeah, been B&I? Yeah, I still get about 12% of our um, revenue from B&I and I left B&I probably four, three or four, four years ago now. Right. Right, and for those, what's well, a business network international? Is that being? Yeah, right? yeah, it's definitely a global, um, global thing. For sure. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the current um, networks that you're in, what what are some of the current ones that are working well for you? Uh, I'm in a network called um, the One to Ten Business Club, which is run by uh, Mark Dobson, who is a performance coach. Uh, he has an amazing network of people across the world that are just, I mean, to, to just get access to their brain for like 45 minutes is, you know, as long as you kind of just go, right, I'm going to take that and implement it because that's the key to everything. Um, we, yeah, there's some amazing people in that group. Um, the other one would be Victorian Leaders. I'm a part of that, which mm-hmm. is, again, an international. Um, they've got international leaders. It's in every state in, in Australia, I think, as well. Uh, those are probably my key ones at the moment. Yeah. yeah and, ha- and how many of those are in person versus remote, given what's happened with COVID? They're all back to being in person, which is great. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do miss I missed the seeing each other. Zoom's great, but it's hard for a long time, long period of time. <laughs> yeah, look, I've been doing it for 11 years, so it's sort of become <laughs> part part for the course now. But, uh, you know, yes, look, most of my clients uh, are in the US, so um, yeah. you know, it's it's the only way to do it, and I'm not allowed to travel because of my condition. So, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, but I, I, I do miss that. I do miss that. That's why I play a bit of golf, I think, to get that, yes, uh, that company. And, and you talked about your website, so what? You know, is it all of those sources driving traffic to your website or, you, or have you got other sources that are working for you to drive traffic to your website? Uh, one of them does. So I'm listed on the Zoho partner page and I contribute to their uh, their blogs. Um, so they're, all their case studies, really, they, they run a lot of case studies. So um, we do definitely get traffic bouncing from them to us. Uh, the other secret, I think, on our website is just our case studies. They're really yeah. great for just organic um, ranking or whatever you call it. Yes, um, yes. And I think it it helps somebody to understand or read something and go, oh, that sounds just like me or I, 
I, I often get people um, through the website that say, I want, I've just read this case study. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, we were talking before we went live, I was complimenting, complimenting you on your website and it's squirrel.biz is the URL. We're going to have it in the show notes for you, but go and have a look. Um, you know, uh, I said that to Kylie before she came on board, I think it's one of the best websites that I've seen for cloud consultants uh, that that I've come across. And I know that you spent a lot of time and you got some money to help. Just sort of what was the straw that broke the camel's back to get someone in to actually help you with your website versus me who always tries to help myself? Oh, we've done plenty of helping ourselves as well. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that all happened uh, probably about 18 months or so ago now. And I think it was just we we were kind of looking at our story or who we were coming across as online and we were like, you know what, we're actually, we're much more grown up than that now, you know. So we wanted to tell our story in a way that was more up to date and showcased what our team's skills and um you know, the way that we could help people in a really simple way. Um, I got my first tattoo about two years ago and it's I just had the word simplicity tattooed and that was part of it. It was just like how can we, everything that we're doing, everything we do for clients, let's just keep everything simple and then build on it. So Sure. So just a quick question. Does that mean you've got more when you said No, I've first? only gone the one. The it was very important to me at the time and I thought I'm <laughs> never going to forget this. <laughs> Well, I'm just waiting for a particular golf score. Well, basically, when I shoot under 70, whatever that number is, is going to be the number that I get a tattoo. So, uh, oh, so I'm waiting for that. I think it, if you ask some people, it might be a time off. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about six shots off at the moment. So we'll see how Beautiful. we go. Uh, but um, the so you made the decision. You said, you know, you weren't comfortable how you you um look to the world right so i get that and and look ballpark figure like how much was the investment like you don't have to tell us exactly but was it you know between you know 50 or above 50 or what did it cost you to actually make all of the changes you know it's a little bit hard to quantify because we've obviously got a lot of skills in-house um so i would say it, we we had somebody come in and facilitate a kind of a, a brand and storytelling workshop with the team and then we uh, also invested in that same person to go and edit content that we then created for the pages. So I don't know, I probably spent about five grand on his time. We we have developers in-house so they did a lot of the, the refresh work and what have you but I would say that there was easily 50 to 80 hours Put into that so i don't know round numbers if i was paying somebody it probably would have been 10 grand i guess yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and look like i said go check it out we'll put the link in there but it is great and has it improved your conversions so a sorry has it improved your traffic but b has it improved your conversions or is it you know both which is c um i'd say it's a little bit of both. I, we do get comments on our website. One of the things that we were very keen for the website to do was to showcase the different tools that we have to offer and the products, I guess, that we can implement. And so that somebody could just say, you know, I, I just need a quoting tool. And, you know, I use Zoho CRM, but I don't like the way, you know, that it quotes. So we, we kind of have tried very hard to 
to do that. And from that aspect, it's worked really well. We're actually also uh, able to use those product pages on our website as part of our um, nurture sequence. So if somebody calls and says, hey, I'm really looking for, you know, this kind, you know, maybe a a solution for field service management or whatever it might be, we've got email templates set up that can just be sent out. They've got a link to that page. And, of course, the page on the website's got the demo video, the problems it solves. So it was a really, I think it was quite strategic from our side to say, well, Kylie and a couple of the other team who do the initial sales calls, we shouldn't be the only ones that can do that. We should be able to arm the rest of the team with, with resources. Yeah. So. And, and and how long did it take for you to see the change uh, once you made the website changes? Oh, look, it was pretty quick. I would say within three to six months yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if it's helped us convert better. Look, people come to us when they put a, a um, an inquiry through the form, they're very qualified would be my, uh, we hardly ever have to say to somebody, hey, look, we're not going to be able to help you or you're just not a good fit for us. So I think from that perspective, it's working really well. Yeah, great. And and you talked about Zoho, you're on the blog, you're on their, their partner page. Is there anything else that you do to influence Zoho's um, sending your leads? Not really. They have kind of stopped doing it a lot um, because, I, I mean, the partner partner program, I guess, is just it's, it's huge now, the number of Zoho partners that there are. Yes. Um, look, we, one little thing that we try to do, we do a lot of solutions because it's really hard for people to imagine what's possible a lot of the time. So we do a lot of short videos and they're either, um, you know, even our team showcasing to the rest of the team a solution that they've implemented to just, it might be something really simple, but it really helps educate the rest of the team and then we can use those videos to share with other people. So I quite often will um, share some of those things with um, some of my key partner people at Zoho so that they can see what we're what we're capable of um, just so that if they come across um, you know a client that needs more work than what Zoho can help them with themselves then you know we're kind of front of mind. So this might show a slight gap in my research but what about YouTube are you also putting content on YouTube as well? Yes that's yeah that's exactly where we post a lot of that stuff Um, and that's actually really broadened our reach overseas those leads don't convert as well. I think they tend to be a little bit more um, maybe price sensitive, I guess, um, would be my first thought. We do have quite a few clients in the UK um, and New Zealand and what have you, but they've come through um, uh, referrals. So, yeah. Great. And the other one you spoke about was, you know, industry software or industry-leading software that you partner with. So what's an example yeah. Of, of that because you know I, I often when I'm working with someone say hey look you know there's someone who goes before you there's someone who goes after you like who is that so yeah. what, what's your examples of that um print iq which is a uh, an industry software for obviously the the print um print industry so people who are doing quite you know large scale they might be doing retail 
um, marketing, um, print and yes. other kinds of digital print, all kinds of different materials and what have you. So uh, they actually use Zoho themselves in their business and they approached us probably seven years ago now and just said, hey, we often get asked about CRM because it's not what our software does. Uh, so we've got a really nice integration for Zoho and for HubSpot actually with PrintIQ. Great. And, and is there an example where you've approached someone? So, you know, it's gone the other way. They approach you, which is great. Have you gone and approached someone and built that relationship? Mm, good question. I don't think so. nothing's coming to my mind. No, actually. Sorry. Um we do a lot of work with zero as well, but it was probably again, um, we they're a bit bigger, I suppose. You you kind of apply to be a zero developer and away you go. So we do a lot of work with with them. Um no, I've never thought about doing that. I should find some. So so um I know you started incredibly young, but how long have you actually been on the Zoho platform? Probably close to eight years. Yeah, yeah. I've been in business about nine. Um, so yeah, um, about eight years. Yeah. And if you go back to then, what what was the key reason you went with Zoho? And then I'll ask you, obviously, why why you're staying. Mm. The key reason was I I had a business partner at the time, and she was she specialised in in Zoho. So she really kind of showed me what it was capable of. And um, that that just kind of made sense. Like I'm very good at that solutioning side of things and talking to people about what their problems are and working out a solution. And she was really great at doing the implementation piece. So it was, you know, a bit of a match made in heaven at, at that point in time. So, yeah, it was probably, yeah, her introduction more than anything. And, you know, what's, what's, what's coming up for Zoho? Why, why continue on the platform? Look, they particularly for, I mean, they've got over 45 different applications that they have in their suite. So the flexibility of that, of being able to use um, one kind of operating system, I guess, um, and not have to do custom integrations or use Zapier or whatever else you might use to connect systems is very appealing. Uh, they're... They've probably got about 10 or 15 really strong um, applications that we implement a lot and we think are great. Um, the CRM is so flexible um, and it's easy to navigate around. It's really easy to integrate with as well for custom stuff. So, yeah, those are the main reasons. Right. And and you sort of spoke, um, well, the question we used to often get is, you know, uh, all in one versus best of breed, right? And there was always, you know, some clients wanted, you know, one, someone wanted the other. Have you seen any change? Because we sold our business in 2019, so I've been out of the mix a little. Is there been a change in regards to that or has it stayed, you know, effectively the same? I think there's been a little bit of a change. We tend to still look for best in breed in some aspects i think um email marketing software particularly yes you know that's just one of those ones that if you, you know, it, it, there's such a i don't know what the things are they're so specialized in terms of the deliverability and that kind of stuff that that would definitely be one i'm we're very careful about um uh, kind of recommending change if something's working well um but I, i've i've 
people have always come saying, I just want one system to do everything. Yes. And I feel quite confident that for the most part, if you've got a, a sales team, you've got, um, uh, you know, basic inventory that you need to manage, um, support desk ticketing, if you've got those kinds of things that you're needing to do, the Zoho suite is brilliant, um, really is. Great. And you referred to your case studies before, which once again, I recommend everyone goes and have a look at that with a link. But it is, uh, if you want to have a quick look now, pause at skrill.biz, but make sure you come back. Uh, the um, You've got multiple industries there. So once again, was that a, a strategic choice to go multiple, multiple industries or has it just sort of evolved over time? Tell us a little bit about that. It has kind of evolved over time. I know everybody says you should try and specialise. Um, See every most every industry needs CRM. So our, because we started with that's our core offering, which it it still is, but it, it's kind of much broader. Yes, um, I, I just I didn't try to you know whoever came and we we tended to we find we get these trends you know a mortgage broker will come to us and then all of a sudden we're doing four mortgage brokers a manufacturer will come to us and all of a sudden we've got like half a dozen different types of manufacturing. Um, we The only industries that I think we, we really steer away from are those that have got quite compliant, heavy systems that we need to integrate with and Salesforce is really great at that. Um, yes. So that's kind of their end of town. Yeah, that, that's great. And I think, I think that's a really good um, addition that you added there that you once you pick one you make sure that you you know you leverage your ip and knowledge in that i think that's so important i i do look i personally like to to niche and, and niche down wherever you are in the world but i do see that and that could be you know a couple it doesn't have to be just one but i do love the fact that you you are doubling down and you're getting the benefit of once you've got those and i think that's how referrals tend to work as well right you get your foot in an industry and, and i think with some of the communities that you've got into that's a great way as as well you get foot in the community and then all of a sudden uh that goes and uh that was uh, mark dobson you can go and have a look at his community and we'll once again put the links in the show notes um the next when i spoke to you before you know before we went to air you talked about i'm going to double my business right and We'll get to the what you're going to do to double it, but just around the team, right? So you've got, uh, I think, eight humans and a furry team member, so nine in in total at the moment. And you can see that on your uh, website where it's great. You've got a photo and then the the uh, the words flip. It's like a card that flips to what what you do. But um, just tell us a bit about your sourcing of talent. Um, you know, how, how have you gone to build this great team? Oh, gosh, if somebody could just solve that one problem for me, you know, finding and recruiting talent. I don't think there is anybody anywhere that is not having that problem. Yeah. Um, and our website isn't quite up to date. We've literally just hired three new people in the last two months. Um, so we will get their pictures up there because they're all very fabulous. Um, we've, we really, we've systemized, of course, um, the way that we recruit. We've got very clear questions because I have a tendency to 
see the good in everybody and I want to give everyone a chance, you know, so that whole, you know, falling in love with the candidate thing, I'm definitely putting my hand up to be guilty about that. Yes. Uh, whereas my operations manager is a lot more like, no, they need to have this skill, that skill, you know, she's quite structured about how she goes about things. So we used both both of our methods and have created a set of questions and a scoring kind of um, methodology, I guess. So that's part of that strategy. But I guess prior to that, in order to fill that candidate funnel, we we use the traditional methods like we sometimes still um, put ads on Seek. We definitely do LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and what do you do on LinkedIn in particular? Um, a combination of paid and just their free, you know, post a job on your LinkedIn page. That's worked quite well. Actually, one of our most recent hires came through that way. Um, and she, you know, if you're out there looking for a, a role, she was she was great. She actually messaged me personally. And if she hadn't done that, she'd actually fallen outside of my filters for people that I, I wasn't going to look at. But she ended up getting the role. So um, that's definitely a, a strategy. We definitely put together just a simple almost like a, a, a brochure that we can give to or email around to our people in our network that this is who we're looking for. Um, we also go through two other avenues, actually. We went through the Digital Jobs Program in Victoria, which is still active and alive. Um, we've gotten two people through there, which was great, and also Swinburne Uni. So they do... Um, and I'm sure maybe even across the globe there's universities that do placement programs and yeah. that's we've got our our data analyst from there at the moment and he is a firecracker absolutely amazing fantastic yeah I think that's that's great and I know that there are some services as well where I used to use in the past where an international student would be here studying and then you know they wanted to work part-time as well um that with COVID that became you know a, a yeah. tough business model but I'm sure now that we're uh, hopefully seeing the back of it that mm. uh, it'll improve but that's yeah that that's great some great tips here on recruitment and the last one I want to talk to before we go into the sort of the quick fire questions is this doubling right so you've already got you know let's say uh what did you say so 11 plus a, there's a 12 of us now yeah there's yeah. 12 of you now <laughs> I'm referring to to the dog, so you can go and see that on the website. Uh, but um, who made a cameo just before we went live, actually? So uh, yeah, I think your children are taking uh, he or she, sorry, he. he he for a little walk. But um, this doubling, right? So you've already got a great base. Some people would say, "Well, look, you know, Kylie, shouldn't you just be happy with where you're at? Why would you want to double it at this point?" So one question is why. Now the question is. How, how? How are you thinking of doing it? Sure. Look, I think the why was, I mean, over the last two years, I just, my entire focus was just around profitability. It was like, let's just really get things as tight, tight, tight as we can. And once you kind of get to that point, um, I then started thinking, well, what, what's next? Like I get bored quite easily, so that's other, another great reason to have multiple industries you're working with. You're never bored. <laughs> um, I And I think I just thought, well, I, I love my team. I, I love 
uh, being able to give people opportunities within our business that keep them with us because we put so much into them and I love seeing people you know learning and and growing and if my if the business isn't growing and the different kinds of clients and work that we're doing isn't growing and changing then we'll lose those people so so that was one kind of key driver I guess and you know I'm not getting any younger Paul so I kind of figure um yes my look business, <laughs> my business at the moment isn't it a point I don't think anyway where um, it's saleable? So yeah. if I kind of want to get to that point, because uh, it doesn't, I guess your options as a business owner are you either are going to sell your business or you end up just closing it down, yeah. and that doesn't feel good to me. So or you bring someone in to run it for you. So yeah, yeah, which is hard, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't sounds know. good. All things, all things are hard. So those are that's kind of the why. Um, yeah. Yeah, great, brilliant. And uh, look, you know, I could talk to you about that. I could talk to you a lot more. We'll have you back on uh, as as a guest. I'd love to do that to get, you know, in 12 months' time to see what, you know, because yeah. I'm, you know, you've done it in the past, so I know you'll ruin it again, but it'll be great to replay on, on what you did do exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. So what we'll do now is go into the rapid fire. And the first question I always ask is what are some of the daily sales habits that you do to help you to accelerate sales? We have weekly uh, team sales meetings with like sole focus on what our forecast and pipeline report is. We've got a a very uh, clear report that shows what we're forecasting for the quarter and how we intend on getting there and who's responsible for it. So it's it's quite rapid fire like this. It's like, okay, bang, bang. There's no reasons, excuses. It's just where is this at? Are you on track? Move on. You know, if you're not, let's find a way to get you on track. So very much about what are we doing? What's the next action? Um, we, we also have, we all use our calendars quite um quite a lot. I mean, I'm sure everybody does, but our calendars are integrated with our CRM, with our sales process. So whatever your next action date is, that gets pushed into your calendar. So it's in there. You don't have to think about it um, along with project work. So, I mean, those are the two things. It's just get plan what you're going to do, get it in your calendar, and then just execute on it. Yeah, great. And, and, And for you? How do you find out more about sales? What What's a way that you find out more about how you can improve sales, not just for you, but I suppose also pass tips on to your clients? Mm. Again, I'd probably say it's that business community that I have. Um, you know, there's such wisdom in there that that tends to be tends to be where I would go. I definitely utilise their frameworks and knowledge. I'd Sadly, and it's something that I would love to have more time to do, I'm not doing enough learning or I'm just reading about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I suppose for me the default is the two-and-a-half times speed podcasting. So uh, Yeah, I was going to say podcasts, yeah, I do do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's certainly for me been a great one. And, you know, if, you, if I could grant you one wish for your business other than doubling it in 12 months, what, <laughs> what would it be? Oh, I, I think I said before, it's that ability to find and recruit um, high-performing talent. Yeah. 
Yeah, great. And the last one is knowing what you know now. So you're sort of roughly 90 years in. What mm-hmm. what's you know at least one decision you wish you had made earlier, or one change you wish you had made earlier? I think being more strategic with uh, sales forecasting and managing that, like just having that real laser focus on numbers, like just knowing them inside out uh, and ensuring that we had, you know, that information to be making decisions on. Like we've really done that a lot in the last few years and it's just made such a difference. Yeah, that. That's brilliant. Great, uh, great wisdom and something if you're listening and you're not doing that, no reason not to start it tomorrow. So uh, Kylie, it's been an absolute joy having you on. As I've said, one of the best websites in the business. So go check that out at squirrel.biz and there's a lovely story there. And uh, yeah, well done. Uh, It's been great following your journey and what you've built. And I can't wait to have you back in 12 months to see um, how you've doubled. So uh, thanks for coming on today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. That was such a great interview with Kylie. Uh, We go back a long way and you can probably tell the rapport, but yeah, she just gave lots of great detail. I love the detail around the strategy of sales and also recruitment. And we'll definitely have her back in 12 months to see what's happened with it. Uh, You you know, if you found something really valuable, just share that on LinkedIn and at mention Kylie in there. And also you'll get all this, the a summary in what you're listening to more detailed at paulhigginsmentoring.com. You can also get a full transcript if that's your thing. And why don't you share it with others? So you might have other peers that are either Zoho or non-Zoho partners, share it with them. They'll think you're an absolute hero. And also don't forget to listen to some of the solo shows on the Accelerate Sales podcast and that free community, our free Slack community, cloudconsultantscollective.com. And uh, as always, please take action to accelerate your sales. I'm fired up after today's episode. What about you? But hey, before you go, learning is just one piece of the puzzle. Now it's time to put today's strategy into action. Head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action. Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.